way. Shit. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 147. Nick Qualia, no Jared again this week. We got Al. We got Big Al. Like, Al, I love having you on. But Jared has not been on this fucking show for a good month. I feel like I'm the co-host now. Obviously, I'm it's not. Legit. But, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm legit the co-host. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's insane. And, like, in, in, he's had, like, his house redone. His wife's pregnant. I get it, all of it. I'm only 26. I don't have a pregnant wife. I don't even have a house. I understand. I don't either. <laughs> but, like, god damn. It's, if, if this is how my life is going to be when I get a house and when I have a pregnant wife, I'm not looking forward to it. And, and I'm, I'm sure I'll be happy as can be. That's what I'm saying. But my God, it seems stressful. Ever since this friggin' kid, this damn kid, once I meet this kid, I'm going to be like, you caused me a headache. This little girl is going to be spoiled, but she's is not going to know. I think it's a girl. I'm pretty sure he said it was a girl. I have no idea. See, you're like you're one of his good friends, and you don't even know the gender of his own kid. <laughs> well, you know, okay, so so he probably he probably told me at one point. I just, I mean, I like, uh, I I don't. There's a lot of things that I hear, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll remember that, and then I'm out. Ad- admit it, you don't care. Admit it. I know it's I all, care. Uh, I do uh, care. Uh, maybe a little bit, like twenty five percent, maybe. I care. I care. I mean, no, yeah, I, I love Jared. I care like 70%. I love Laura. I, went okay. to the, I think it was a great, it was a blast. It was a great time. Jared was totally cool with me watching the Red Sox game, 2018 World Series team. I had to watch the game. It was great. They were lovely. It was an awesome wedding. One of the favorites I've been to. I, I, but this kid. This freaking kid. Not even born yet. It's unreal. But you know what? Happy for Jared. Can't wait for the kid to be born to the world to see what uh, she looks like. So, and he's going to be back soon, so you're going to be rid of me, and then you'll have so, your, your old buddy back. It's going to be okay. Things are okay. So we're going we're gonna to be doing the show at some point. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to talk to him about doing it this week. So we're going to be changing the date of the show when it's released. I don't know when it's going to be released yet. So we have officially bought, or we, I have officially bought a ton of, like, really good audio equipment. But... We got to do it somewhere. Jared lives in New Hampshire. I live in Braintree, so it's it's a bitch to get together. So I think we're gonna go, we're gonna go up there and do it at his place. So once we do that, like this show is, pro- I'm I'm thinking it's gonna drop Sundays, but I hate the thought of that during football season. I hate the thought of releasing a show talking about the past weeks, like NFL scores or or not not even scores, just like the storylines, and then have the next set of NFL games be the day that we release. I hate the thought about that, but there's not really any other days that we can get together. Friday nights, get together Friday, release it Saturday, maybe. I, 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 well, either way, that's still late in the week. Like I like, I like having this set of football games to talk about, but we just don't. We're not gonna have that. Right. So I mean, I but mean, the, it is what it is. The equipment's gonna be badass. I've got all the equipment. I've got the mic stand that things. This thing's on right now for the people watching the YouTube video. Everything's gonna be great. It's gonna sound really good. I just don't know what day we're gonna release it. It's probably gonna end up being Sundays. I'm gonna be pissed about it at least until September. That's when I guess that's when that's when we might have to change things up. But for right now, Saturday is cool. 
I'm I'm expecting a Sunday release. I'm I'm game planning for that is going to be the day that we're going to be releasing things. And you still haven't talked about the most important thing out of all of this. Coronavirus. No. You got a new haircut. I did, and that's <laughs> it's a damn good haircut. That's it what is. Today. It is. It looks. It actually looks sharp. I'll give it to you. You look good. Listen, the the place I go to in ooh Bruins Flyers tonight. Ooh, ooh, that's a game I want to bet on. Um, the place I go. Place I go to payment. I mean, I, listen, I just sold my motorcycle, so I got some cash to play with, baby. <laughs> the place, the place that I go to in Weymouth, phenomenal. She kills it every time. So I had that. I and plus, it's it's one of those deals where like I haven't washed my hair yet, so I didn't really want to put on my hat because the, all my hair follicles are all over the place in there, and every time I run my hand through my hair, there's just a ton of hair that comes out. So I don't want to put that inside my hat, but also damn good haircut, looks damn good. So I gotta I gotta not wear my hat at least for tonight. I got it done today. Next week, different story. Tune in to find out if Nick actually wears his hat. I guarantee I will. I guarantee you I will. I'll be over it. All right. All right. Oh, awesome. Pew, pew, pew. Weekly Dump presented by Seated. Also, before we get into it, I do have to say, and I haven't told Jared yet because I've been waiting for Jared to come on the show so I could tell him. Or at least tell him like when we're talking even before we start recording the show. Want to have a send-off? I don't even know if I've told you yet. Uh, producer Patty P is no more with couch guy sports. No, Patty P Patty P has a lot going on in his life. He's backed out. So, and Uh, and we talked about it. He could be back at some point. So just wanted to say thank you to Pat for doing all the editing that I have not wanted to do. I got to do it now, but thank you for Pat for killing it over this long period of time that you were with couch guy. He helped grow the site a ton. So thank you, Pat. Pat is now gone, but potentially he will be back. Hopefully. R.I.P. right now to Patty P. But hopefully you come back. R.I.P. while you're alive, Patty P. Weekly Dump presented by Seated. Guys, let me tell you about Seated. We've talked about a bunch on the show so far. Seated is a fast-growing mobile app that allows restaurant goers to earn rewards and gift cards simply for making reservations through the app. Seated is currently available in the following cities, New York, Boston, Chicago, Philly, Atlanta, and coming soon to San Francisco, L.A., Washington, D.C., Houston, Miami, Austin, Denver, and Providence. If you're if you're from around here right now, Braintree, 45-minute ride down to Providence, you can use this app in Providence soon and Seattle, Washington. Might not want to go there right now, Coronavirus City which means more and more opportunities for reservations. Guys, click the link in the description below on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. Click the link in the description below, sign up and book your table in some of the hottest restaurants in Boston, helping not only us, but you guys by getting rewarded just for reserving a table. Again, that is seated. All right, on to the weekly dump. We're going to have a quick one because I want to get into the main topics of the show. We only got six bullet points here. And, of course, got number one athlete, the most dominating force in the world right now. We got to get into coronavirus. With coronavirus running rampant around the world, the NHL <laughs> don't, – don't shake your head, pal. NHL, MLB, NBA, and MLS have all closed off locker room access from media and media availability. The MLB's recommended players that they take the CDC's recommendation and stay six feet from reporters. Harvard and Hammers College, both in Massachusetts, both 
have told students not to come back to campus after spring break due to coronavirus, and they'll be now taking online classes. Shout out to Corona for making the college kids leave the, live their dreams, stay home, do online classes, and get drunk. They ain't doing shit. That's, especially if you're a Harvard student, that's huge. More on coronavirus. Italy, set to suspend, I'm telling you, the most dominating force in the world should have been the number one overall draft pick. Italy is set to suspend all sporting events in the country until April 3rd. NFL, the NFL's got some teams who are also now looking to change up some rules. We've got every year we get some teams that want to change the rules. Some rules are really stupid proposed. Some rules are smart. We have one from the Eagles that I don't understand. I'll read this to you, Al. I don't, if you can understand it, great. Let me know, but I do not understand what this means. So this is the one from the Eagles. They'd like the NFL to provide an alternative to the onside kick that would allow the team who is trailing in the game an opportunity to maintain possession of the ball after scoring. So, for example, 4th and 15, or this is what it would be, I guess. 4th and 15 from the kicking team's 25-yard line. I don't understand what that means. From what you told me, I think it means that they have to convert a 4th and 15 from basically where a team would kick it from the 25 and just convert it. And if you convert it, then they get the ball maybe at the opposite 25 would be my guess. Uh, I, I would assume they would just start maybe? going down the field from where they are. I just think that's so stupid. I thought that's what it was, but it's such a stupid idea that I couldn't imagine that's actually what they were trying to do. Yeah, the wording there is uh, not great at all. From this official coronavirus ticker, we're back to Corona. I have discovered that as of 6.26 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that is 3.26 p.m. if you're in California, there have been 974 cases of coronavirus, 30 deaths, and 15 people have recovered. So that's really not much. That's really not many people who have died from this. Just keep that in mind because we're going to be talking about corona on the show. That's the secret one that I didn't want to tell you about. We've got a corona topic tonight. Oh, boy. And last in the weekly dump, Charles Barkley might have have a murder case on his hand after he buried Draymond Green on the Dan Patrick show. On the Dan Patrick show, in response to Draymond Green, Charles Barkley said, quote, he's the least famous person in the boy band, and he thinks he's a star, and he's not. He's lucky to be in the boy band. He thinks all the girls are screaming for him. No, they're screaming for Justin Timberlake. Speaking of Corona, did you see, I don't know if you saw this video on Twitter before we started recording, but it was a Brad Stevens and Brian Scalabrini in their pregame interview, and they're sitting at least 10 feet apart. Scal has to reach his long arms over just to have the mic in Brad's face, and they're making fun of it on air. It was actually really funny. I was surprised. Corona? Corona's a big old bitch. It it really is, and it's just. Hold on. That was the weekly dump. First topic, coronavirus. It's a sham. Corona, you're a big old bitch. And Thank my stomach, you! My stomach does feel a little bit upset, so if I get corona, please don't kill me. And, like, there's, like, I'm not somebody who's just, like, in, I'm not somebody who's going to sit here and act like corona is not a massive worldwide pandemic right now. Because the rate at which that corona spread is asinine. I'm sure we've all seen that video that's been going around Twitter of the graph of like the last like four or five pandemics in the world, SARS, uh, swine flu, Ebola. The line is just straight. SARS skyrocketed quick. 
And then Corona is down there with Ebola and swine flu just going lying, like just going smooth. And then all of a sudden, Corona just takes off. Corona just shoots straight up. So I'm not saying it's a pan, it's not a pandemic because it is. But as far as the United States goes, Corona is a sham. We are blowing this so out of proportion now. Yeah. No, we are. It, it's funny because like I work in a school system and whenever I cough, just a, one cough, I must have like two or three students be like, oh, coronavirus, you have coronavirus. Oh, my God, the coronavirus. Granted, they're middle school kids and they don't know when to you know, keep it quiet. But still, the point that, like you just said, it's a sham. It's ridiculous. And people are just blowing this thing up. I, th- I think it w- I think Charlie Baker today called a state of emergency. We, yeah, Massachusetts currently state of emergency. Like, the coronavirus. I it's mean, basically the flu. It's so it's it's that's what I've been calling it. It's the bitch flu. But the, granted, the flu will kill you. And the, I mean, like if if you look at the percentage of things, which numbers do mislead you. I mean, regardless, I know numbers never lie. Numbers mislead you. Right now, I think there's like a three percent mortality rate in the United States for. Uh, or maybe 3% of the world for coronavirus. And the flu is like less than 1%, but the flu does kill thousands of people every year. And I, right. like you look at, like we live in America, especially us, like, I mean, hell yeah. Like we're in Massachusetts, we get coronavirus. I mean, knock on wood. I don't even know if this is real wood at this desk. Knock on wood. If I get it, I think I'm going to live. I don't want to get it. I hate the flu. I hate throwing up. Throwing up is one of my least favorite things in the world. Same here. But unless I'm drunk, because I don't, I don't care. Yeah, but, yeah, but that, that, that's a different kind of throwing up, and we both know that. The spins is the worst. Yeah, spins are, ugh, no bueno. Bad I memories. Hate, dude, the least, my least favorite, bad memories. This happened to me like two months ago. When you lay down, when you lay down in a bed, and you just want to go to sleep, and then you close your eyes, and everything starts spinning, I just want to die. Just off me right there. I don't want to do this anymore. But coronavirus, I don't want this thing to hurt my stomach. I really don't. I I think we're going to be okay because I think it affects more like young children and then obviously older citizens. It doesn't – no, it it kills them. Not not young children. It kills old people, which is why like you don't like – if if I'm 70 or or, or older, I'm staying inside my house. There is no chance that I am coming outside of my house with this coronavirus jumping all over the place. And the other scary thing about corona is it's like it's very, very, very contagious. I know. Very contagious. That's the scary part. But coronavirus, let's relax, guys. Let's relax. I don't, only- don't want to freak out about this, Al. I don't. I, I mean, not only that, think about all the hand sanitizer companies that are making bank off this. I'm ch- pissed. I need people hand are charging, People are charging $80, $80 on Amazon for one thing of hand sanitizer because it's that much in high demand. It's like, dude, you go to Walgreens, usually it's like 5 to 10 bucks. I have a coworker who has bought 10 different – I think you have to buy N95 face masks. I think that's what you need. He's bought 10 of them. 10. Wow. Like, what? This is the thing. If you try to buy a face mask right now, if you try to buy a face mask right now, you are going to be porked. There's no way you can find a face mask. If you need it for work or something, there's no way. You're screwed. These face mask companies, this is this is their bread and butter. And this is what I was trying to talk to my coworker about uh, yesterday. I was like, this, the reason this is like just becoming such a massive story or part of the reason is a, because social media stinks. 
Agreed. Social media just took a hold of 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 not Ebola, <laughs> coronavirus, and was like, we're gonna fucking blow this shit up. Oh, you mean to tell me that social media actually takes something and blows it out of proportion? I haven't heard that story before. Losing their minds. And 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 like the people too. Oh my god. I've seen like I've seen people make a joke about coronavirus. Then I see somebody reply like, oh man, don't make a joke about a worldwide pandemic. Blah. What do you mean? It doesn't matter. People people are di- people die of the flu every year, but you can still joke about the flu. And and nobody like nobody talks about how bad the flu affects everybody nowadays. No. Like you said, it's killing it's killing more people than this actual coronavirus does. Coronavirus has a higher percentage mortality mortality rate, but I just don't see that if if the cases in America still continue to go up at the rate that they are, which I think they will. I mean, it's a, it's a highly contagious thing. We get that, but I don't think it's going to kill a lot of people who are healthy. Like so, the guy who just died in New Jersey, he had diabetes, I, from what I read. He had something else wrong with him, and he was in his 60s. If you're a healthy person, and, and believe me, like I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay that part. Like It sucks. I hate that people are dying from this. It stinks. But I just social media is blowing this up way out of proportion, and the news, too. I mean, oh, yeah. you can't even you can't turn on the news during the middle of the day right now without being interrupted by Charlie Baker or by the CDC talking about something with coronavirus. It is so obnoxious. The news, and this, this is what I was telling my coworker yesterday. The news, they love this. Mwah. This is their bread and butter. They get amped over this because coronavirus creates hysteria. Hysteria creates content for the news. Content and viewership creates revenue that's how the media works they're making so much money off of this of course they want the hysteria to say of course they want this and again coronavirus is not anything that's that should be taken lightly i guess but we should not be freaking out the way that we are there are so and i've seen a lot of level-headed people about this but so many people are panicking like this is the plague I've got people talking about the zombie apocalypse. That, that's what, what I'm doing. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I've had people tell me, they're like, I think I have the coronavirus. I'm like, no, you don't. Wash your hands, take care of yourself, be a somewhat normal hygienic human being, and take care of yourself. Just cover your mouth when you cough. You know, just do the simple things that you would do in everyday life anyway. By the way, you probably know that more about this than I do because you clearly know more about the facts than I do about this. Has anybody come Big out? Corona guy. I, oh, I haven't noticed. Big. But Big Corona guy. <laughs> has anybody has anybody come out and said what a cure for Corona has been? Have... So, so there's nothing out there now. I mean, if we're treating this like it's the common flu, wouldn't you try to do the same remedies that you would to get over the flu that you would for this? Well, it's because it's different. It's a different strand, and that's the whole point. Donald Donald Trump was like, why don't we just use the flu vaccine? Because the flu vaccine – I'm no doctor, so if I get this wrong, I get this wrong. But the flu vaccine – like you, you create cures because you take the antibodies from that and then you create the vaccine based on that. You, you literally – for the flu vaccine, you are injecting the flu into your body. You're injecting the antibodies into your body to prevent it. We don't have that yet with coronavirus because this is the first time it goes around. Next time, maybe, maybe if this ever comes back, maybe we'll have a solution. From what I from what I understand, we have a lab in Cambridge that's like the the number one lab working on this right now. So it's in Massachusetts. But I just don't I, I just I can't freak out about this. I can't 
I can't. Until somebody I know gets it and dies, which would suck. Again, I don't want that to happen. But I just – we. I've seen this so many times with social media. If something pops up and all of a sudden we're freaking out about it. This is what happens every single time. Swine flu was supposed to wipe out like everybody. <laughs> yeah. And look at how that made out. In two months when it's nice out, when it's going to be officially baseball season and it's going to be beautiful, there's going to be actual nice weather out. It's not going to be 40 degrees anymore. And when this sort of blows over, which I think it's going to blow over, I think that there's been a lot of cases, obviously, and we know that. But like you said, it's like swine flu, you know, E. coli, Ebola, all that stuff. Ebola, E. coli. E. coli, Ebola, e same thing. E. coli same you things. get from, like, lettuce. Yeah, there you go. Anything that you – see, that shows how much I'm paying attention. You're talking, you're talking to a salmonella survivor, okay? few months free. Oh, 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 sorry. Survivor. You don't know how – Sorry. But anyways, it's going to blow over. And, it, and in like two years, we're going to be like, oh, remember for like a couple months when coronavirus was a thing? Huh, that was a good one. It is it is insane, though. I will say this. It is insane how this thing just started in China from people eating just like animals. That's, that's what I was thinking, too. It's a worldwide pandemic because it's so contagious. That is crazy. And like just like I, I know people travel. I know there's billions of people in the world. But, like, the fact that somebody was in China also, they came into contact with something that this person who started patient zero touched something, sneezed on something, coughed on something. This person touched it. Now there's two people. Now there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who have this. Like that, that part is crazy to me. And Italy, straight up, just shut everything down. Italy's like, we are not going to have any events. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of a crazy. Uh... But Italy's having a bad time with it. Yeah, I mean, you can tell when you have to shut down all events and have to keep people away from their beloved sports. So, now, like I like I did say though, I've I'm not, my song does feel a little funky, so this is gonna be real ironic if I if I end up with the coronavirus tonight and by the time the show drops, I'm in the hospital. Hey, I have a cough, so I might be right there with you. But you want to talk about the content, baby? I'll be in the hospital with coronavirus. We'll do a podcast from the hospital. Yeah. The electric. I've got the equipment now. We can do it from the hospital. I'll just have my parents bring the equipment to my bed, my hospital bed, and we'll be good to go. Imagine if Chris Sale got coronavirus. Yeah, he catches a lot of things. There's been a lot of things wrong he with him. Be. So, the did you you see that picture on Twitter where he's literally rail thin? But he's always like, been like that. I, he hasn't been that skinny. He's he has, always been like that. He has not been I that, that skinny. I thought that was so stupid. Everybody took a picture of him from the side. And I was like, that, that, that's Chris that, Sale. That's what he's always looked like. He, he was never that skinny. That that's like that seemed like a little bit more. That seemed, he seemed a lot skinnier in that picture than I've seen in previous ones. I don't know. He genuinely could not lose any more weight or he'd be dead. Probably. And he's honestly, like, okay, so you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad that you're on the show because I want to ask you this. Out. There's yes, no quite. way he had pneumonia. There's no way pneumonia is the thing that held him out at the start of this offseason. No, not a chance. And I, I heard the guys on Section 10 talking about this, and I totally agree. This guy had an elbow sleeve, and we're like, oh, pneumonia. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, he's got pneumonia. Don't ignore the elbow sleeve. 
That, that was such a that was such a PR statement. It's like, okay, Chris, oh my God. Chris, you're gonna come out here and you're gonna say that you had pneumonia and we're gonna hide the fact that your elbow is still pretty messed up. Okay, cool. Go out there. So that's the thing with the Red Sox that bugs people is they they just lie to you. And they then like they they've done this forever. They just lie to you. They just say things and they just straight up lie to you. That's just what that's just they've done this forever. And there's I mean, like again, the guys in section Ted said it right. Chris Dale came out with an elbow sleeve and we're like, Oh yeah, no, that, that makes sense. N- pneumonia. Definitely a month. How do you know pneumonia is going to hold you out in a month? How do you know pneumonia is going to hold you out in a month? You don't, <laughs> you don't. I mean, I know sales had these elbow issues. We all know sales had these elbow issues. So how come we're going to act like, like, why do we even have to lie about it? Because How it come just, you can't just talk about it immediately in spring training, especially because, if this is going to come out. Because then now you now the Red Sox look like liars. Because you lost your manager. Because you lost your All Star outfielder. Because you lost your number two starting pitcher. Because you had a new GM come in in an impossible situation. This offseason's been so bad as it is. The Red Sox are probably thinking, great, now our ace is probably going to be on the shelf for at least a, at least a month, probably more with his injury history so it's like they want to make sure that they're almost like protecting their self-image and then they're also trying to protect the fans because they don't want the fans to be all up in arms and then they don't pay to go to the games well uh, they're already having a tough time selling tickets right now as is yes but then your ace goes down are you really gonna at least chris sale at least when he's healthy he brings an element to this team that okay this is the chris sale of old he can come out and win pretty much any game that he pitches in, and then all of a sudden he's done for however long, and now you're telling me that you're going to go watch Eduardo Rodriguez pitch? Nothing against Erod. He's been getting better. But if Erod's your number one, yes, thank God, is right. If Erod's your number one, you've got a laundry list of problems in that rotation, which they do. They have problems in that rotation. So I wrote I wrote a column on CLNS Media that that yeah, got me a little bit of shit on Twitter. And I don't know if you saw it. I compared or I, I talked about how the Red Sox debacle when it came to John Lester is now coming back to bite them in the ass in the form of Chris Sale. Because and I had people like chirping me on Twitter about this, like, oh, except for Chris Sale's a, a lot better. Okay, John Lester's still one of the better pitchers and best pitchers in baseball. He may not be Chris Sale, but he's still one of the best pitchers in baseball. And my whole point, and those people clearly didn't read it, my whole point of that was the Red Sox know they they fucked up the John Lester situation. They know they screwed. They've admitted it. John Henry's admitted that they screwed up the John Lester negotiations. I wish John Lester was still on this team. I loved John Lester. As did I. And they know they screwed that situation up. And to avoid that last offseason, to avoid having the same thing happen with Chris Sale, they didn't ins- – like, when they when they offered John Lester that first contract, it was an insult. It was, I think, four years, $70 million for it, John Lester. Was it four for 70 or four for 80? It was 470. Four for 70? Okay. Which is an insulting offer for for John Lester. And John Lester even said in an interview, he was like, WEI's hot stove show when they used to have that. He said, if the Red Sox offered me $120 million, I probably would have taken that. So the Red Sox know they screwed that up. And because of that, 
they did not want to do that again. They did not want to have the same exact issue happen again in the form of Chris Sale. So they jumped the gun. They signed Chris Sale before the start of the 2019 season when, in 2018, the year you won the World Series, he was battling injuries. You couldn't have waited the entire season, the entire 2019 season. I And in, in me, who's a giant Chris Sale fan, I was a— Chris Sale was my favorite player in baseball before he even came to the Red Sox. It was a bad move for them to not wait out the entire 2019 season. And I get that you want to jump ahead of it, but Chris Sale was open about wanting to play for the Boston Red Sox. You could not have waited the the remainder of the 2019 season and seen how he held up. Because after this elbow injury, who knows if the Red Sox would have done it. And potentially, after this elbow injury, the Red Sox might have been able to get Chris Sale at a cheaper rate. Looking looking back on this deal now, obviously when it was first signed, and I'm sure that you probably felt pretty much the same way I did. You were excited. You were ecstatic that I love Chris Sale is going to be a Red Sox. And I do too. Chris Sale is my favorite Red Sox as well. But when now, obviously looking back on it, it's like, shit. Like you, like you said, you wait that one year. You see if he can still compete at a high level and go out and produce at a high level. And then if you do it, you say, okay, you want to stay in Boston? We want to keep you here? Let's work out a good deal. And now he's going to get $29 million a year. I think it was 5 for 145 was the final deal, correct? Uh, yeah. 5 for 145, I think it was. Yes. So, so if you're getting that, <laughs> I mean – especially now with all the elbow concerns i have no idea i don't know i mean i mean so this goes with the flexor strain thing chris sales got a flexor strain he was he got three opinions which by the time you go to dr james andrews like you know something's bad that's that's a that's a death sentence for this team i was anticipating tommy john surgery so he's got a flexor strain and a flexor strain a lot of the time is a precursor to tommy john I mean, look at Steven Strasburg. That's what he had, right? And he didn't end up needing Tommy John. So, for the Red Sox, what 2020 is a punt year, right? Oh, uh, we were t- we we were talking about this. We were talking about this on Legends Lingo last week, and we all agreed punt the 2020 season, get a head start on 2021, and just do what you can with this year. Develop young guys. Maybe develop a guy like Chavis. Maybe let Bobby Dalback come up. Yeah, Bobby Dalback year. up. Absolutely. Trade Tristan Cassius at some point once his value's up because you don't have room for that guy in the major league level. If you want to talk trades or whatever, try to develop Tanner Hawk too. Try to develop him into your rotation. They already sent him down with the first string of cuts. But my point, I agree? My point no. here is – no, my, my point here is with Chris Sale, though, in punting 2020, he's going to need Tommy John surgery. And I think that's just so obvious. This guy's elbow has just been fucked for the past year and a half. You want to Put him the on worst? the operating table now and make him sit out the 2020 season. You want to hear the worst part about it all? What? I think I saw a tweet earlier. I, I'm sure you saw it, the Jason, Jason uh, Master Donato tweet. Yep. Did you see that? Master, Master Donato. Master Donato. Yep. 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 So uh, Chris Sale, where, where's the exact tweet? I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. But basically what it said was Chris Sale is going to be starting a throwing program again. And it's like, why? why? At this point, why are you going to try to rush him back for a season that's pretty much lost anyway? You don't – exactly. You don't need to. 
You don't need to. But, but, and I do this every year around this time, even when, even in 2015 when they weren't good, I've convinced myself that this team can compete. <laughs> I have. I've convinced myself that this team can compete. How many wins do you have them having this year? Ah, uh, be honest. I got my. Wow, that's that's even higher than mine. I, I had them. Realistically, I, if I take yes. a, if I take a sec, and I and I relax, eighty two. Okay, because before Sale went down with everything that he had, I had it at eighty eight. Because it, I said if you still had Sale and Evaldi's healthy and Rodriguez is healthy, that's still a strong one through three as long as they're all healthy and they're all pitching to their capability. So. 80, 82 wins, third place in the AL East. Although the Blue Jays look pretty good now. I, I still don't buy the Blue Jays. I think they're still I mean, a couple I don't years buy them, but they seem decent. They seem like they could. They seem like they could compete for your third spot. In the I mean, they, they got oh. Ryu. They got Ryu, so they were serious about trying to get in that right direction to compete in the future. So, Chris Sale, that whole situation just sucks. So. Moving on though, real quick, last topic: Tom Brady. Tom Brady, obviously, and and like, and I talked about this on my solo show two weeks ago, and we had to miss last week's show. There were a lot of scheduling issues. We just couldn't get it done, unfortunately. One of the first shows we've missed in a long time. Tom Brady, I am so sick of talking about Tom Brady, but but we've got we've got an interesting topic on our hands. So there have been reports about the 49ers being legitimately interested in the thought of having Tom Brady as a quarterback. Obviously, who's the quarterback of the of the 49ers, Al? Uh, would that be one Mr. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, a.k.a. Jimmy Garoppolo? One handsome-ass Jimmy Garoppolo. And, Al, Jimmy Garoppolo's previous team. Um, would that be I'm, – I'm trying to put my finger on it. Would that be the New England Patriots? You're right. Now – who was in love with Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh, geez. You, you know, you're hitting me with the hard-hitting questions tonight, Quags. I don't appreciate it. Uh, would that be the current head coach, Bill Belichick? I, I really didn't know if you were going to get that one right. But, yes, Bill Belichick <laughs> in love with him. Oh, come on now. I'm a diehard Pats fan like you do. I, I know. I, I just know, but I didn't, I didn't know if I worded the question right. But, my, here's, but, but here's the question. Here's, a little, here's, here's the actual question. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo. If you could, hypothetically, I'm not talking trades, I'm not talking, I'm just, hypothetically, if you could swap right now Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo, if you could put Tom Brady in San Francisco, if you could put Jimmy Garoppolo in a New England Patriots uniform next season, do you do that? Absolutely, and twice on Sunday. (laughs) Yes! I know he had a down year! I know he did. And I love Tom Brady as, not, as much as the next guy. I'm 26 years old. I've only watched Tom Brady. I barely remember Drew Bledsoe playing for the Patriots. Barely. I, Same. I was, I was, math, math, seven years old when they won that first Super Bowl. Maybe eight. No, I think I was seven still. Seven or whatever it was. You, I was yeah, young. You were, you were seven or eight years old because that's when I was. I was seven or eight years old when Tom Brady won the Patriots that first Super Bowl. So, so Tom Brady is all I've known. I've gone through puberty with Tom Brady. Okay? I've done everything with Tom. I've had my first kiss with Tom Brady. 
I've done everything with Tom Th- Brady. That would be a hell. That would be a hell of a story and a hell of a first kiss. Just saying. <laughs> oh man, that, that would be illegal. I was, I was, I was quite young. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> but you have to make that deal only because the longevity factor. Just the because we know Tom has two or three years left. Two or three years left. Okay. If you bring Jimmy Garoppolo into the system, I think the Patriots would still see a lot of success because I think Bill would coach up Jimmy. I do. But, but you're not even bringing him into the system. You're bringing him back into the bringing system. Back because, to the system. He knows because, because he – yes, he does. He knows his place. And Jimmy's – and he took a lot of flack last year. He did. And rightfully so, especially in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I, I've still, I still sit on the side where if Tom Brady was the quarterback of the 49ers in the Super Bowl, I think the Patriots – I think the 49ers win that Super Bowl. I do. I mean, if you really want to blame someone, going back to the Super Bowl for a second, you were up 20 to 10 in that game. Jimmy Garoppolo got them to a point where they were up 10 on the Chiefs in that game. I think Jimmy Garoppolo would fit right back in with the Patriots. And I think if you can make that move, you have to make that move. And I think if that opportunity presents itself and you're Bill Belichick, I think he's going to make that move. If that becomes a legitimate possibility, you do it. And you know Bill will do it. Bill would love to have that back. And especially with the report that came out today on Tuesday, Tom Brady from ESPN, Tom Brady is a lot more interested in teams than teams are interested in Tom Brady. Which makes sense because of the age. It makes makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. And I love Tom. I do. But if you're only going to have this guy for two more seasons, he took a step back last year, guys. He just did. I mean, we can lie to ourselves and say that it was it was the receivers, which the receivers were a big part of it. But old Tom Brady, he works with that receiving core. Actually, I got a question about a receiver for you in a second, but finish your thought, and then I got a question for you. Okay, he, old Tom Brady, he does well with that receiving core. He does. Old Tom Brady doesn't. Tom Brady, the current Tom Brady, still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, without question. But just thinking longevity. Thinking, I like watching the New England Patriots win football games. And if I want to continue to watch that happen, if I can, if I want to continue watching that happen for next season, the year after that, maybe the next 10 years, I think you have to make that move if that opportunity prevent, presents itself. Now, I'm still under the, the belief that Tom will be back with the Patriots when it's all said and done. As Absolutely. am I. Two-year yep. contract guaranteed. I have a feeling Tom already will be back with the Patriots. But... Just with the question, if you if it comes down to it, you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo back. You 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 have to bring him back. So what were you gonna say? So here's my question for you, and this was a hypothetical situation that we talked also last week on Legends Lingo about. I know your immediate reaction to this, but really think about this for a second. Is there a certain wide receiver in Minnesota, Quags, that's uh, right now? Yes, Mr. Stefan Diggs. How would you like to get Mr. Stefan Diggs to the Patriots? Do you have a proposition? I do have a proposition. What's Are you the ready? Proposition? Yes. Here, here's the proposition. Absolutely. Muhammad Sanu. The proposition. Muhammad Sanu. Right and now. a first round pick. And Sanu first and a first round pick. pick. Sanu and a first. For Diggs. Do you take it? Or not do you take it? Do you pull the trigger on it? Keep in mind, Snoop might have to have surgery on that high ankle sprain. 
Ooh, I want Jacob Fromm. I want the quarterback out. Uh, no, 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 no. You're not giving a cop-out answer here. Straight up. Sanu and a first for Diggs. Mm. Do you make it happen? I want Jacob Fromm out of Georgia, and I don't want to give up that first-round pick. Uh, no, okay, so you're sort of answering the question. You're sort of answering it. I don't know if I am. I, no, you are. I think Stephon Diggs... No, you are because you're saying you don't want to get rid of that first rounder. Oh, I know, I know, but I'm not. Get, I haven't given you my answer yet. I got you. Got you thinking. I've never seen you this perplexed on a question before. Really? No, I, you stumped me because that's a tough one. Uh, and is Tom Brady back with the Patriots in this scenario? Let's say either way. So it's either you have Brady or you have insert quarterback well, no, here. No, because Tom, because okay, that's a good point. Um, yes, you know what I do because I don't think Bill's going to draft a quarterback with that first pick. Because obviously, if Brady leaves, you're either going to go with one of these bridge quarterbacks with no pun intended, Eddie Bridgewater, or God forbid, I Andy Dalton. From. I know you want Jacob Fromm. You made that very clear. I They're not going to probably Fromm get him though. Three seasons. He could. Not. There's a chance the Patriots. There's a chance he falls to the Patriots. The Patriots are pick 23. That's then not that when, bad. So you're gonna have a second-year quarterback and a rookie competing for that backup spot if Brady comes back. And then if Brady doesn't come back, you're gonna have them both competing for a starting job with the New England Patriots. Look, I trade that pick because you get Stephon Diggs. Okay. So that's so all you it's would, gonna come down to for me. But so that I was the one, Jacob. Okay, so you're with us. We all said we would do it in a heartbeat because you know what? Especially, well, for me it is, especially getting rid of Sanu. Granted, we know that we know the report came out. We know that Sanu was injured with the ankle sprain after the Eagles game because he was on the punt return. We know all that, but especially, I think, I think this is the last year of his contract. Like he, when he came to the Patriots, he had a year and a half left on his contract. So you get rid of that expiring contract. You have, you have another you, year on the contract, but. But I think he would be better next season than he was this past season. And I think, yeah. that, I think that should play a big factor. But, I mean, if you're making that trade, they're probably going to want a receiver back in return. And, and Stephon Diggs is a much better receiver than Mohamed Sanu. And I really – I it just makes too much sense to me. I'm already thinking about the Patriots with Hunter Henry as their tight end. I think they're going to make that signing. I think they're going to get Hunter Henry or maybe they, they, trade for O.J. Howard. Do well, you trade they, a they second better. round pick for OJ Howard. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You yes. If it means upgrading the tight end position, because keep in mind, this is a Patriots team that is used to having, albeit except for last year, Rob Gronkowski, one of the best tight ends in NFL history. You ever heard of him? Last year the Patriots were in the bottom five in the NFL in tight end efficiency. They were not getting any That's they not good. Getting, they weren't. Yeah, it's pretty bad, Quags. Not good. Not good. Not good, Cotton. Not they great. were. They were bottom five in the league in tight end usage, tight end efficiency, anything tight end. They were bottom five. So now you have a chance to add Hunter Henry, who I'm a little skeptical about Hunter Henry, not him, but signing him because the Chargers have talked about putting the franchise tag on him, which scares me a little bit. So maybe you go out and execute a trade for O.J. Howard, who, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe last year Belichick was interested in bringing Howard yeah, at in the deadline. at the trade. Yep, he was. He so, was. If you can, if you can upgrade. But the thing is, if you if you trade away your first round pick, you're not trading your second round pick. 
So that's why that's why I think you sign Hunter Henry. And if you sign Hunter Henry, then I would be totally fine with trading away your first round pick with Mohamed Sanu to get Stephon Diggs because then you're just te- you're stacking weapons. And again, I'm under the presumption, the idea that Tom Brady will be back with the Patriots next season. Do you go out and re-sign AB? No. Screw Good. it. No, 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 no. Thank you. Thank no, you. No, 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 Thank no. you. Thank you. Thank you. Although Thank Brady you. wants Thank him back. You. Brady, they're having they're having a little social media love. Yes, we know they're that. Basically, they're basically having sex on social media. It's kind of gross know what, when you Al? think about it. You know what, what? Al? What, when Quags? Sex, what do you want? You want pleasure. You want to, yes, but to enhance that, to, you, want to be, you want to be smooth. Breaking news, guys, the important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement. This is my, uh, pubic, all bold. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. This new trimmer has just released only moments ago, and we've been saying that for a couple of month, for a couple of weeks now, maybe a month and a half, so that doesn't really make sense. But it was released only moments ago, and we are the first to confirm the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. Manscaping trimmer is now available for purchase. This third-generation Manscaped trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Guys, I've been talking about Manscaped now for a while. It's a great product. It's a phenomenal product. We've all had our issues. Yeah, we've all had our issues with Manscaping, especially when I was young and stupid. I've told the story a million times. I thought you had to use little tiny scissors for trimming. I nicked the ball sack. Things were bad. 13-year-old me was not happy. I still can't believe you used scissors in that situation. Sounds like you needed a manscape back then. Let me explain to you something. Prior to being, I would say, 19 years old, so 19 years old and younger, Nick Qualley was an idiot. And this just exemplifies it. Is that even the word? I don't know. 13 that, years exem- old, that exemplifies it? Yes. That issue happens. Okay? If you use the lawnmower 2.0, guys, it's an easy transition because it's the same replacement blade. With a new and improved skin-safe technology, when I tell you guys this is premium, I mean absolutely friggin' premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. Guys, if you are trimming for 90 minutes, you've got a major problem down there. You should probably go see a doctor, but the fact is that you can do it. One of the coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with Quiet Stroke trademark technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud. Put it out. When you guys have the family over for a party, you put it out right there on the mantle. You want everybody to see it loud and proud in the stand. <laughs> and it also Boom. USB. USB dock powered by USB. I did not read that right, but rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, which you obviously are, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours, baby. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code COUCHGUY. C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y at manscaped.com. As always, guys, your balls, they're going to thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code COUCHGUY, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code COUCHGUY. Thank you, Manscaped. We love you. Thank you, Manscaped. Big fans of Manscaped here on this podcast. Al, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. You're actually letting me do the outro? Is this, a, is this a change for once? No! God, <laughs> 147 in the books. There it is. I was I was thinking, what is he thinking right now? Is, is he okay? Is he thinking about when he was still cutting with scissors? I didn't know what was going on. Yes. 
dramatic moment in my life. Nick Qualia, we got <laughs> Big Al. Jared, I'm going to assume that would will be back next week. Guys, follow us on Twitter, at Nick Quag and Al. At Big Al2793. Also, check out all the stuff on Couch Guy. Quags mentioned two weeks ago that a certain somebody was uh, taking over the blogging side. Would you like to reveal who that is? Yeah, I know. It's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I texted him and I said, hey, uh, I was like, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for that shout out there, pal, that indirect shout out. He's like, dude, when I just get going, I get going, which is fine. I black, I black out sometimes when I'm doing the show. But, but yes, I am taking over the blogging side. We've added a bunch of new writers. We're it's in the process fun. of. I don't know who these people are. They're mostly people I know, but they're people Did that want a chance. So we've got Heidi. Is she in the group chat yet? Heidi is – I'm going to add her on. She is a friend of a friend that – she went to college for writing, loves hockey. Good. Uh, her writing sample, and I was like, yeah, bring her on. Yeah, so. and uh, we did not we did not bring on some people. We've had we've had a lot of people who have wanted to write. Um, and we can't we can't bring on everybody, unfortunately. But we would like to bring – if you if anybody's interested in writing who listens to the podcast, let us know. You can either DM me or Al. You can even DM the Couch Guy account at Couch Guy Sports on Twitter and the Couch Guys, the Couch Guy podcast also on Twitter as well. You guys can check that out. Again, I mean, Al's Al's taking over that side of things. I got super busy, so Al's killing it. I texted him today with a compliment. It was big. Which Checked I appreciated. Al today, it. Al, he's doing he's doing great because you are. It's, it, the things have things are looking great on the website. So again, guys, come back for the podcast next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate and subscribe as well. Nick Qualia, we get Al Mahigian. Guys, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, and thanks for watching. See you later, guys. Oh, wait, shit.